Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. Hold on. I probably shouldn't say that. Never mind. How y'all doing, man? Welcome to the Blessed and Balanced Podcast, man. Hope y'all having a blessed day. I want to get real quick on this December 25th Christmas episode. Hope you're having a blessed Christmas day, whatever you're doing. If you do or don't celebrate, I hope you're having a blessed day today. Hope y'all in church or doing something productive, you know. I, um, like I said, I'm going to keep it short today, right? And today... We're going to stay on the spiritual side. We're going to stay talking about um, what God has for us. And I think God has given me a good word today. Today I want to talk about the subject, the topic of remembering, right? I want us to remember. I think during this time, everybody's focused on what gift am I going to get? What gift am I going to give somebody else? Uh, what's going on here, what's going on there, what do I want, what do I need, what do they want, what do they need, right? And it's good to give gifts, it is good to give gifts, and it is good to receive gifts, right? Because a lot of times we don't receive gifts, and we deserve gifts, you know? You work hard, you put in a lot of work, and you do things for people, and it's always good to be able to just relax and receive things. And I'm not condemning Christmas or anything like that, but... There is balance in everything, right? And I think the balance of that is remembering what we do it for and why we do it. And so for Christians, if you're celebrating Christmas, remember that Christmas is not about us, but it's about Jesus, right? Doesn't mean you can't receive gifts, right? A gift or two, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with gifts. It's it's remembering why we get gifts, right? So I think this applies largely to Christmas, but largely to life as a whole. In general, in life, I think we go through life and we forget. Like, we forget how good God has been. We forget what God has done in our lives. And we forget who it is that God is in general, right? That's that's the source of anxiety, that's the source of depression. That's the source of all things is forgetting who God is. And and it could be a combination of forgetting who God is or not believing that God is who he says he is. But the moment that you realize that God is who he says he is and he loves you more than you can imagine, all of the problems that seem so large, I promise you, they'll get smaller. And so today I'm not telling you that I have all the answers, but today I'm telling you that hopefully I have a little bit of wisdom to give in this area. And hopefully God allows me to be able to encourage and inspire you today. But before we get into the full episode, I'm going to say a quick little prayer. We're going to get right into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day that you have made. Thank you for allowing my wonderful podcast family to come together today. Thank you for... Uh, what you've done. Thank you for allowing your son to die on the cross for us. Help us remember the reason for the season. Help us remember what you did on the cross. Help us to be able to be grateful and help us to share the message to others around the world. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, so there's really like, there's two major things that I want to hit when I think about remembering 
And the first is the wilderness season. The children of Israel. I go back to this story a lot because I think this story symbolizes a lot of what we are and what we do in life. I see us as a people a lot in the children of Israel. I know as we read the story, we read the story and we're like, yo, how how the Israelites, for those who have not read a little like summary of what I'm going to talk about, basically... Um, the Israelites are God's people, God's chosen people, right? And so the Israelites, when it was uh, that this was going on, they were in cap, they were in um, in slavery, held captive by the Egyptians, right? Then Moses was born as a baby. Um, and then Moses eventually rose and became a leader that freed his people, right? What I want to talk about is what happened after they were freed, right? So Moses, with God's power, uh, put a staff down part of the Red Sea. Um, And then what I want to talk about is after and their response after, right? So initially they were like, wow, God is amazing, right? He did this. He freed us. And then... They were into the wilderness. They entered the wilderness. They did not directly enter the promised land. And during this wilderness season, I think it was 40 years. I did not read it, so I might be a little off, but I think it was 40 years. So after these 40 years, um, they started doubting. They were like, yo, the food we had back in Egypt was way better than this. We, we might as well go back to Egypt. If we would have known that it was going to be like this, we should have just stayed in Egypt. That did not make God happy at all. So a lot of them, most of them did not make it. And um, different things happened within the story and people ended up uh, dying before they made it. And then I think it wasn't until that generation had kids and their kids made it into the promised land. So basically, they forgot. They forgot how good God had been. They forgot everything that God had done for them. And I think that's a lot like us today. I can personally attest to going through a season where I was like, yo, God, if you do this for me, I'll serve you. I'll give you my all. I'll I'll truly honor you. Right. I'll do everything. Right. And then the next day, like he does it and I'm grateful. And then I forget. And I'm like, just back to how I was before. It's actually a little story time. I'm not going to tell the full story because, like, that's a little too much. But basically, just know that I had done something really bad, like, really, really bad. And it's it's more embarrassing than, like, that. I, I didn't steal nothing. I didn't hurt nobody. But, like, you know, kids be kids. So I did something really bad at school, and it was kind of like an accident. But I knew I was going to be in trouble, right? It was actually the same time my birthday was. So I came home off the bus, went in my dad's room, my mom and dad's room, and I cried. I would have lay on the bed face first and just cried. And I was like, God, please get me out of this. I was like, if you get me out of this, <laughs> I'll do anything. I'll serve you. I'll go to church every day. I'll When the teacher asks in Sunday school, I'll go up and speak. I'll do it all. I just let me out of this situation, please. So basically, um, 
I I ended up not even telling my parents that day because the same day, literally the same day, my dad took me out to go shopping, went to the mall, and he bought me these shoes I wanted. And I was like, if I tell him right now, he's not going to buy me the shoes. But after he finds out, he's not going to return the shoes. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just not say nothing, right? That probably wasn't the best idea. Like, obviously, you want to be honest and then allow the consequences to come. But I had completely forgot that um, because eventually, right, my dad did find out. And God was his hand was all over that. Like my dad was finna like pull up to the school. And my dad's a great dad. He's a very, very, very uh kind father. Like he don't really punish me for real. I don't get in a lot of trouble, but he's also like very grace. Like he gives me a lot of grace and mercy. But that day, like he was really finna like cut all my hair off. Like he was really like he talked we talked about it after he was like, Yo, I was finna cut your hair off. But then my grandmother called, you know. She's in heaven now, but she was an angel while she was on earth, man. She just, she called at the perfect time. Like, and it, my grandmother didn't really call, like, frequently, frequently. Like, maybe, like, a couple times every couple months. So, like, that was, like, perfect timing. That was God's timing. As soon as she, she was, uh, as soon as my dad was finna cut my hair, my grandmother was like, no, don't cut his hair. Uh, because that's, that, that doesn't fit the punishment. That, that punishment doesn't fit the crime. And then my dad was like, you know what? You might be right. Because that was kind of extreme. He Because then I would have been in school, bro. I would have been so like, bro. Me in middle school, bro, I would have been crushed. It was already hard enough trying to be cool in middle school. You going to cut my hair off, bro? I would have been laughed at, bro. I would have been scarred for that entire part of my life. But luckily that did not happen. And that's just God's grace, allowing that everything to play out like that. So God ended up doing what I prayed for him to do, right? It was behind us. I did have the consequences of not being able to do certain things. But after it, like, it just blew over. And then now, you know, it doesn't really matter anymore. It's just a story, you know, funny story. But instantly after that, I kind of forgot, you know. I got I remembered, but I forgot how earnest and and vulnerable I was in that moment, begging God to get me out of a situation. And now here I am years later, and I think that it's a great thing that I have come to a realization that God does so much for me, and the only way that I know how to return the favor is to just do what he says in his word, you know, proclaim the gospel, spread the good news, you know, continue to talk about how good he's been to me and hopefully other people will be able to have that type of experience in their lives. So, you know, it doesn't really necessarily have to be immediate. And it's not even about our works that gets us to, to salvation, but you know, works come out of a gratitude for who God is and what he's done for you. And so I think if you forget completely what God's done for you, you'll end up ungrateful and selfish because I don't see how you can truly be selfless and and truly be grateful if you don't understand what God's done for you. And not only like 
material wise but just like first of all he gave us life he gave us life and breath in the beginning he knew us before the foundation of the earth he formed us in our mother's womb right he knows us intimately and not only that but he died for us when while we were yet sinners christ died for us he died for us when we were in rebellion towards him when we all did not want anything to do with god he loved us so much that he still died for us in the most gruesome way that anyone has ever died. And if you meditate on things like that, those are the things that I think that Christmas is really about. And I think Christmas is something that should be every day, right? You should wake up every day in remembrance of what our Heavenly Father has done for us, in acknowledgement of who God is and what He continues to do in our lives, uh, gratitude, uh repentance, turning from our sins, uh, changing our mind and, and, and becoming new creations in Christ every day. We pick up our Christ, our cross. We pick up our cross and we follow our Savior each and every day. It's a daily process. It's a daily walk. We gotta resist temptations every day. And so I think that remembering who God is is so important. Reading your Bible is part of that too. You read your Bible and you remember like, the same God that freed the Israelites is the same God that I serve right now. He's not less. He's not any different. He's the same God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so I think that reading our word and praying and worshiping is so key in times like this. Um, and I think even like, I'll touch on a little bit of the seasonal stuff, the seasonal depression. I think remembering who God is is key, right? And I'm not saying that depression or anxiety is one of those things that just there's a one solution fixed for it, right? But I think remembering who God is and reading your Bible is such an important thing, right? There's obviously other things you can do, which I do. You know, I journal. I think journaling is very key for my mental health and reading surrounding myself with amazing people in my life, relationships. But when you think about the fact that God gives us everything, literally everything, that just, once you get a grasp on that as much as you can, you can't really fully understand how good God is. But once you get it a little bit, it just causes you to have to be like a little bit more grateful, right? Each and every, every day, a little bit more grateful, a little bit more um, <laughs> thankful for who God is and what he's done. And a lot of the scriptures in the Bible, especially in Thessalonians, I was reading, it always tells us to continue in prayer and thanksgiving, you know? Thanksgiving is so crucial. You got to be continual in thanksgiving, right? I know we have a whole holiday for it. It's Thanksgiving. It's called Thanksgiving. That's a whole another controversy with the foundation. But when I look at certain holidays, I look at the overall meaning, right? The overall meaning, the core of it is thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you've what you have and who God is. That's what I try to do. And that's what I think is most important. And so even in holidays like this, just be thankful and grateful and remember who God is in your life. God is still a savior. He's still our savior of the world. And he is uh, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And when I look back over my life, my personal life, I know that I wouldn't be here without God. I literally would not be here if it was not for God coming through in the deepest moments of my life. And I know we all have a testimony. I know many people who have told me their testimony. And I was like, yo, 
I don't even know how you went through that. Like, <laughs> that's crazy that you're still here. And so I think looking back uh, at your life during this time, right, I, I hope everybody during this time, you know, receive presents, give presents. But <laughs> remember who God is and remember what you've been through. Remember, remember what God's gotten you through. We all have a story and a testimony. I think power is in our testimonies. It says in the Bible that we overcome by the word of our testimony, right? And so I think that's so key in understanding how to truly understand the reason for the season and truly be grateful for what God has done, right? Um, and and I just I also want to add too, so people don't get confused. It's amazing to give and receive gifts. Um, Part of giving gifts is generosity, right? If you give gifts, you're very generous. That's a characteristic of a Christian. So you do want to give gifts. It is good to receive every now and then. But the main reason for the season is Jesus Christ. Um, the last thing I want to say is that um, don't get caught up in what you're doing right don't get caught up in what you're doing and i'm really speaking to myself right now in terms of doing youtube and online ministry you could call it um i got caught up in the views right like you know the content but not god himself so this is this is the conviction the holy spirit talking right and even youtubers it's like i see them i want to be uh, I want to be there so bad, like, you know, and it's, it's almost like a little bit of pride, a little bit of, uh, I want to be the next best YouTuber, right? I want to be like, and I want to see my friends and show them like, Hey, I got to this place. And it's like, I'm, my motives are not necessarily bad, right? It's godly ambition. I want to spread the name of Christ, but there's also a little bit of selfishness in there. Like <laughs> I want to, make my name great, you know, like, I, 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 I obviously want to make Jesus first, but I also want the big name, I want the platform, I want the subscribers, which inherently there's nothing wrong with that, but I think uh, when you remember who God is, it takes the spotlight off of you and puts it back on him, and when the spotlight is on him, then all those impure desires go away, and you start to just Go back to your first love, right? You got to separate ministry from personal edification, personal time with God. And so no matter what you do, right, no matter if it's like an occupation, a business, a career, don't neglect personal time with Christ, right? Read your Bible, pray in that quiet time, worship in that quiet time, refill yourself and make God your first priority. Seek first the kingdom of God, right? And all the all these other things will be added, right? So don't worry about what what video or for some some for some people it might be social media. For some people it might be school. For some people it might be anything. But don't let performance get in the way of who God already says you are. Right. Don't let social media distract you from Christ. Don't let current temporary circumstances deter you from an eternal savior who is good to us every day. 
that's the key message I want to leave with y'all today. Wake up every day grateful for God allowing us another day to breathe, right? Another day to uh, be here and have breath in our lungs. And even in our disobedience, he still loves us. We are created in his image and none of these promises in the Bible are outdated. And so we must never forget our Savior. I think that's the reason for the season. That's really the message I want to leave with y'all today. I am about to go spend time with my family, uh, the family that God has blessed me with, right? Remember those close to you before they're gone. Give them their flowers before they're gone. Love them before they are in the next life, man. But I thank y'all for watching and tuning in. This was, um, I recorded this podcast episode late in the week. It's literally Christmas Eve right now, but I'm glad I could get it out. I'm glad I could record. I'm thankful for everybody who listened in. We're going to get up out of here, but, uh, until next time, man, I love y'all. Stay blessed.